0: up y'all i hope you're ready to get active we're back here with another episode from lamar and jay let's so sit back relax get your snacks and let's get active
1: what's going on guys we are back with another episode Another activity episode, yes, man. Today we have a guest with us, one of my boys and one of my brothers, man. TJ, the So me and TJ go way back. Man, we met actually at my uh, my parents' neighborhood basketball court. So we met there in middle school, and honestly, we just I feel like we became friends because we just had that general love for the game of basketball. Um, that's kind of how we bonded. You know, we would be in the gym since, since middle school to this day. We'll be in the gym until two or three o'clock in the morning, just working out, you know, just talking and having fun, man. That, that's just kind of how it was. But I also feel like what kind of drove us together was just that that thrive to want to be better, just want to be the best version of us. So we wanted to be in the gym when nobody else was in the gym, you know, just keeping our heads on straight, doing what we got to do. And Really, that's kind of how we bonded over the years. But, like I said, that's my brother on and off the court, man. One of the people that that I still talk to this day because I really be in my own own little circle, man. But TJ is definitely in that small circle. And, you know, one of the guys that, you know, I kind of look to when it comes to topics like this. And today we want to talk about, you know, mental health. Just a broad topic about mental health. But kind of, you know, something that a lot of guys don't talk about, you know, the importance of mental health. How... To get that mental stability, um, you know, th- things in your life, revenues in your life that you can do to uh, kind of promote that that mental stability. You know, sometimes you might not even know you're in a drought. Um, just kind of realizing those things and kind of making the best of it, man. So, like I said, you know, kind of background on TJ. He, um, you know, College Station native. He he played basketball at Texas A&M University and then. Um, he went to go play at Blinn, and then he finished his basketball career at Toronto University, so I'm going to let him talk about himself, introduce himself, and tell tell him you all a little bit more about him. So,
0: Yeah, man, so like he said, I'm from College Station. I moved here in sixth grade, met Jay shortly after. Um, been my boy ever since. Like he said, it's basically family. Uh, played high school basketball at St. Joseph's. Played prep school at Elevate Sports Institute in Florida. Preferred walk on at Texas A&M, went to Blinn, went to Shriner, had a bunch of injuries in my college career, so it didn't pan out exactly how I wanted to. Um, And really, truthfully, that's that's when the mental health thing started, you know, coming into play. You know, when everything was all good for basketball, I was, you know, lit. I was happy. I was chilling, doing everything I wanted to do. But then when my career started taking that little downward turn, that's when my mental health started to kind of get shot. But we'll get into that. Um... Other than that, now my playing career is over. I'm still here in College Station at the crib. Uh, I'm training. I'm doing basketball training for advanced skills. Uh, That, truthfully, uh, that's been my dream since day one. I didn't think it was going to happen at 23. I thought I'd be training when I was, you know, 37 and old and done playing. But, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and I'm having the time of my life, and I'm, you know, making money, still basically playing basketball, so I can't complain too much. But that's the main background, man, you know, just – still doing what I love. So it's a blessing. And man, I'm going to put
1: in a, I'm going to put in a advertising plug right here for advanced training because I'm not saying just, just because it's my, it's my guy, man. TJ's the best trainer I've ever, bro. Like literally, I've ever witnessed. No, for real, when it comes to like player tendencies, cause you know, you, you see a lot of trainers that will train every kid the same, you know, not, not just any, any, um, any workouts, you know, depending on the kid. But TJ will adjust things, whether it's one kid uh, in training or if it's 15, 20 kids in the training. Like, we'll have sessions. I'll come here his sessions at 7 o'clock in the morning or whenever it is, and he'll ha- he'll have trainings. And I'm like, oh, so we're doing this with the second group, right? He was like, nah, This group, we're going to do a whole different thing because these kids are different than the other kids. And I'm like – I ain't never built no training like that, bro. And at like your age, dog, it's like you don't you don't see that a lot, man. So advanced training, get out, my boy TJ, the stuff and all, man. All details, man. It's all in the details. All details, bro. For real, yes, sir. So let's get this ball rolling, man.
2: Let's get active. Let's do it. Let's get active. Hey, that's hey, that's that's what we call. It. Let's get active. Let's get active. Get active let's get active. Let's get active. Let's get active. So I want to put this question on the table for both of y'all. What would y'all say? mental health is and what would it encompass for y'all so for me
0: man to me to put it like real real simple mental health is just understanding that you're either your own best friend or your own worst enemy so like if you don't if you if you don't believe in yourself and if you don't carry yourself with confidence and if you don't uh believe that you can do anything you set your mind to then you can never expect anybody else to give you that same type of energy back. Yeah. So for me specifically using my own example, like high school basketball and early in my college career, I was just crazy confident. Like I thought, I don't care who I'm matching up against. I'm gonna give them buckets. I'm a play D you know, all that. Like I was just feeling it. I, I had, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't meant to be where I was at. It was just plain and simple. But then when I ran into some injuries and I ran into some, uh, you know, some instances with my coaches that didn't go as planned, my confidence started falling. And I started speaking to myself real negatively, like, are you even that good? Did you even put all that work in? Like, is it even worth it? And so as soon as you start getting like that self doubt, it's basically like a wrap, like everything that you're trying to accomplish, all those dreams that you're trying to reach, whatever your purpose is, if you if you're if you are the first one that's telling you that you can't do it or you have that doubt in yourself, then it's a wrap. Like, you're not going to be able to do anything. So, to me, that's the simplest way to put it is, like, understanding that your mental health is the difference between
1: truthfully success and failure because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Yeah. No, I feel that for real, bro, because, I mean, you you know how it was for me when I was playing in college. I, I mean, I was doubting myself, bro. I mean, that's why I transferred. I mean, it, it got to a point to where I was like, this is not where I need to be. I mean – you know, I was practicing every day, putting in everything I could, and just the results just wasn't coming there, you know, when it came to game time. Like, I just wasn't playing as much as I wanted to. And that's when you start doubting yourself. So, like, am I worthy? Like, should I have even came to the school to play basketball? Why am I even here? I could have been at the crib with it, just not having practice, having a full spring break, having a full Christmas break. That's Honestly, that's when it hit me, bro, when I realized I was done playing basketball. I was two times. One time it was during Christmas break, my sophomore year of basketball at, at DBU, and I had three days of Christmas break while my friends had a month. And I was like, "This is not worth it." Yep. And Another time, my it's my sophomore year too. I spent New Year's in a raggedy hotel room <laughs> in Laredo, Texas, and I was look. I remember looking out of my window, looking at a desert and firecrackers popping. And I was like, this is not where I need to be. This is not where I want to be. So anyways, I digress. But <laughs> uh, mental health to me, man, is like, for me, it's, mental, it's, it's maintenance for your mind, body, and soul. So by that, I mean, you know, just, just like a car, you, you need maintenance for your car. You need to, you know, check your tires. You need to change your oil. You need to, you know, wash your car. Do all these things make, your, make sure your car is still going. Same thing with your mental health, same thing with your body, your mind, and your soul. You need to take time out of your day to co- continuously check on yourself. Okay, am I good here? Am I, am I working out enough so my, my body's right? Am I taking time out of my, my, my day to read or do things that you know, I'm just not on social media looking at crazy stuff all day? Um, my soul, am I, am I getting right in my faith? Is that what I want to do? You know, just taking time out of your day to make sure that your mind, body, and soul is a low machine and if you do that that's where that mental health comes um if you continue to do those things that's where it comes to okay i'm in a good place or all right i mean let me do my, my maintenance on my mind body and soul boom okay i'm not in the, i'm not in a good mental place these are and then that's when you have to branch out and say these are some things that i need to do so so i can get to a place where i want to be
2: Oh well, yeah I feel I actually feel what both of y'all said like I came not answer my answer question no more because y'all took all the answers but piggyback off of both of y'all cause y'all didn't really hit on it but I would say like that having that self care and how you move with things but also how you handle your problems and your your positives your goods and negatives like when you up you up you're not gonna think about you like caring about yourself like doing that self stuff like self for yourself but when you're down that's when everything hits you hard. So if you don't take that means to like, that self care, taking time to yourself, when you're down, you're not going to know how to cope with it. And then boom, it's going to just spiral from there. So just really going through life and, and being prepared to handle the negatives, even if you're at a positive state or point in your life. So that's how I feel, which basically, well, we all it back and came together
1: with yeah. That. So, yeah and I will say it's not even about being prepared. Yeah, it's not even about being prepared. It's being that for those times where you're not prepared, understanding how to deal with those problems, finding remedies, finding outlets. Because like I said, when I was when I transferred to a and I wasn't prepared for that life to not be an athlete anymore. I was not prepared. I was still feigning to be to go to practice, even though I didn't. It's crazy cause I didn't want to be a practice when I was at DBU, but when I transferred, it was like I missed those things because I yeah. was comfortable. That's all. That's all that I knew. So it wasn't about being prepared. It's about when I, when I did transfer and I wasn't in that right mental state, you know, I had to take time out to be, to to really understand why I wasn't feeling how I usually feel and then trying to find ways to fill that void. So I guess Tita, so how, how did you deal with it? I mean, we've talked about it over the years, but how did, how did you deal with, you know, ending your career and then trying to figure out what's next?
0: Well, so, I mean, as I told you, um, I, I dealt with it very terribly at first, if we're being honest. So, I, for the people that don't know, I broke my ankle halfway through my senior year of college, and that was a wrap for my career. Um, so, it kind of hit me, you know, like a train. Like, it was like, okay, because I had still planned on playing pro at that time. I was going to go to tryouts, do all that type of stuff. But then I broke my ankle, also partially tore three ligaments in it. So, it was all type of just messed
1: up. Oh, bro. and It's crazy because I remember – you sending me the picture of your ankle when you, like when you, when you broke it, or whatever. And I was like, when I tell you, like my heart sank, I felt like that I broke my own ankle. <laughs> That's off. Cause I wasn't playing anymore. So I was just, you know, watching you, like, you know, I was watching y'all's games. I feel like my ankle had broke, bro. I felt so down. It was crazy, bro. It was literally. And
0: again, now I'm two years out. So I see what God was doing, but back then it didn't make any sense. But truthfully, I was on the couch smoking weed and eating and doing all type of just you know not healthy outlets and so I was just down bad. I was really that was probably the lowest point of my life. I didn't know what in the world was gonna happen and then uh three thirty one nineteen nip hustle got shot, and uh for some reason, something inside of me just clicked it just literally like flipped a switch on me and he had talked about a book in one of his interviews. It was called the way of the superior man by David Dita. I picked it up on my phone that same day. I read it in like two or three days. It talks just basically all about how like high quality men carry themselves and what they, uh, you know, what they pursue, what their purpose is, how they move all those type of deals, like that type of deal. And uh, when I read it, it touched the same part of my soul that I felt, when he died, like, I could just tell, like, okay, this is the truth, like, this is what I need to be following, and so I read that book, and it basically just told me, like, if you really want to be somebody, if you really want to be a good man, a great man, I can't be sitting here smoking weed on the couch, and just eating anymore, like, I've got to, I've got to figure it out, and so that was really the tipping point, and then on, like, literally the very next day, I texted my teammates, And I was like, hey, I know I can't really move very well, but if any of you guys want to be put through some drills and just, you know, get some training since the coaches, you know, coaches after the season, they're out recruiting. They're out doing their own thing, so they're not really there. I was like, if y'all want me to put you through some drills, you know, get your skills up, whatever, hit me up. And I didn't even know if any of my teammates were going to be like, yeah, bro. I thought, you know, they may be like, nah, whatever, just leave it alone, bro. Like 10 of them. Like 10 of my teammates were like, yeah, let's get in the gym, let's hoop. Let's do that. And so right there, instantly, it was like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this right here is what I love doing. I need to train. I looked into being a GA at some colleges, but it just didn't feel right. And then I came back to the crib. But literally, like, that was the start of the mental health, was just knowing how low I was. I was at rock bottom. I didn't feel like I could go anywhere else. And then Nip Hustle died. I read that book. Great book. If you guys haven't read it or anybody hasn't read it, I definitely recommend it. And then from there, I just started one habit at a time. Like, what can I do today to make myself a better person? What can I do today to get back in shape? What can I do today to, you know, bring joy to other people's lives, to spread that love? And from there, I mean, if I was to look at the progress just from two years ago, it's literally been two years in the day now because yesterday was 331. Two years in the day, bro, I've, I've made such strides, but it's only because I've been consistent and I've been dedicated. I haven't faltered from any of that. I've been making sure that I was on top of my things 24-7, making sure I handled all my responsibilities, you know. And so that's really just where it kicked off for me. So, yeah, not to
2: say your injury was was a good thing that it happened, but instead of you just dwelling on it, you found your calling, and then from there you move forward. Like most people in your situation probably like, dang, I'm hurt. I can't hoop no more. Just – soaking their own sorrow, but you, you are, I'm going to stay in the game. I'm going to help my teammates out. And from there you found your confidence. And now you training people on the regular. Exactly.
0: And that's like, like you said, like at first it seems like it's terrible. It seems like it's the worst thing that could ever happen. Like, damn, bro, I'm, I broke my ankle. I'm done playing. I'm done hooping. And then two years later, I'm like, I'm glad I broke my ankle. As crazy (laughs) as that sounds. It's like, it's like, that was a blessing in disguise because now I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. And if I was 35, when I started, now I'm going to be – I'll have 12 years under my belt when I'm 35 training. I'll be a guru. I'll be a master. Yeah. If exactly. I had started back then, it would be completely different, you know. Yeah. So, it, to me, it, it happened perfect time. I just didn't see it then.
1: Yeah. Like you said, blessing disguise. I will say – uh, what do you, you say? Why you say
2: blessing in disguise.
1: Yeah. I will say, when you, when you make it big time, bro, just remember, you know, I was in the gym with you, dog. No, I'm fine. <laughs> if I make it big time, it's going to be right here in College Station. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> no, nah, for real, man. For real but no I, I agree bro because like you said blessing the skies me transferring was the hardest decision that I ever had to make one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make in my life like just after my second year of college just no like I said no injury no nothing it's just, just saying I'm just gonna stop playing basketball man that was rough bro it, it was a hard decision but I will say it's the best decision that I've ever made in my life, deciding to transfer and just go be a student, it's helped me to get to where I am today. Um, you know, like I said, me and you took different paths. I I really didn't want to do anything with basketball for my profession, but I wanted to do it on the side. Um, and I, I I just knew that I couldn't do what I wanted to do to the extent if I would have kept playing basketball. Mentally, I would not have been where I was at. Like I maybe would have you know got better and stuff would have happened. But all the extracurricular that I got when I transferred and became a student, that wasn't available when I was playing. When I was student athlete, there was no student life. There were no career fairs. There was the no crimes. no. There, there was no um, clubs, or organizations. Straight basketball. Basketball was my basketball was my fraternity. Basketball was my everything.
0: And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Looking from the outside in, it's like. College basketball is cool, don't get me wrong. It's fun, it's a great experience, but your free time is not. You you don't got any. You're lucky if you got like a weekend.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I got lucky because even though I wasn't in a good situation, I met some of my best friends at DBU, man. It it made those it made those two years great, honestly. Like guys that I talk to every day. This is how me and you talk all the time. I talk to them every day. Like they're some of my best friends, bro. And I say if I didn't go through that struggle, I mean, and we all went through that struggle together. Like one of them was my roommate, go through the same struggle as me. He transferred the same year I did. Uh and that just that just built our bond. And through that, we're gonna be brothers for life. Like that whole team, we're just gonna be brothers for life. Cause we, we went through that together and we were a great team. We won two conference championships. Like we did that together. So yeah, man, it was it was tough, bro. But I'm so glad that I made that decision.
2: <clears throat> Dang, man,
1: y'all so. From a college
2: perspective, I can't even really relate. Like, yeah. But I feel that like I feel it though. Like But you still
1: have a similar perspective though, bro. Yeah, I have a
2: perspective of it. Like shit, um, coming out of high school, being an athlete, and then transitioning to college and not playing basketball. Just I ain't say I just hit depression or anything, but it was like a wake-up, like, dang, I am not playing basketball no more as much as I used to on a um competitive level. Now I gotta figure out where I wanna go. Like, as far as, like, education-wise. So, yeah, I can relate a little bit. But y'all like, got me left out. Like, college basketball, college basketball. I'm like, that. So, yes.
1: Yeah, so, so, I guess on top of that, so, like, you know, TJ talked about his injury. I talked about, like, transferring, coming to a and Lamar, do you think you had, a, like, one significant time in your life, a moment in your life where you were just like, I got to make a change? Yeah. So Was it, it, it more gradual? Um, It was gradual, but,
2: like, I I hit on it um, on a recent episode where I was just, like, I was used to playing basketball every day and then coming to college, I was reaching out to the coaches, trying to walk on, looking for the practice, like, the walk-on day. And then time kept going by. I was like, all right, this may not happen. So now i got to get basketball out of my head. But luckily, like I said, we have intramurals, direct, So really, that actually kept me, I guess, sane in a sense, where I can still play basketball and not really miss the sport because I'm still involved in it. So I didn't really hit a low point or just just a bad moment because I didn't play, but, yeah, gradually I worked my way and still, like, felt good about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I don't really feel like I hit a really low point. I mean, when I first, that summer was rough. Uh, that summer, because I was trying to figure out, first of all, I was still trying to get into a during that time. And then um, it was just rough. But, like, the future was very unsure. But besides that, it wasn't very low. It was just very constant for me. There wasn't a lot of highs. There wasn't a lot of lows. Like every day I was just doing the same thing. Like, there wasn't practice. I wasn't on the road. I wasn't doing any of of that stuff. Same thing every day, bro. Waking up, going to school or going to work, coming home, going to the gym, sleep. So it it was just a different kind of lifestyle for me. But it it kind of did uh, prepare me for, like, my life now because that's all I do now at work. I go (laughs) in the morning. I go to work, leave work, go to the gym, cook, go to sleep. So... I say it's a blessing in the skies man. So, so, i you don't let you get, it. you get it. We get it. All right, you get today. It. So, what are what are some ways that you kind of uh, kind of deal with or kind of uh, help your mental health? Like, what are some revenues or outlets that that you um, that you utilize to to kind of keep keep that going and stay consistent?
2: Before you answer that. That's crazy because that's literally the question I was about to ask. That's crazy. I've asked the question along the same lines. Like, how do I still cope like, with your mental? But yeah, go ahead. So,
0: I would say the two biggest ones for me are meditation and exercise. So, which is funny because if you technically think about it, it's the exact opposite it's sitting still and moving. But yeah. I, think, I think you absolutely need to have both. And now what I, what I always tell people is that meditation doesn't have to be what people have portrayed in their heads, which is like sitting crisscross applesauce with your fingers all screwed up in different positions. You know what I'm saying? Like meditation is basically just setting time to sit with yourself. Like so many of us, we swear up and down, we know ourselves, but like we don't take that time to really dig deep into why we do things, how we do things, you know, the reasoning behind it, where it started. So for me, um, meditation was mentioned in that same book that I was talking about earlier and I didn't do it right away I was like nah like you know I ain't really I ain't really into all that whatever and then it just kind of kept popping up in my life it was like hey meditation 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 so finally I just sat down and did it and I mean just being able to sit with your own thoughts and see the type of craziness that can come in there when you're not doing anything like so for me like I I would be sitting in a chair by myself breathing and all of a sudden I'd be angry because of something that happened in my basketball career or because of, you know, something that happened with a female, you know? And so like I started to realize like I'm sitting here by myself and my emotions are still running because of my thoughts, like the way I'm thinking about things. And so I gradually started getting to a point where I was less attached to what I was thinking and more attached to what was going on, like actually in front of me. And so now I've been able to just kind of find some peace in my mind in terms of, you know, I don't think as often when I do think it's a little bit clear. And then I can also, you know, have a bad thought and just let it go as opposed to having that bad thought and having an emotion attached to it, like being pissed off or being upset or whatever. <laughs> like now I'll see it and I'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm tripping in my own mind. I just need to focus on something else or I just need to drop it. So that, that meditation has been huge for me for sure. And then exercise is the second one. I mean, I, I live with the understanding that if you feel good, you you know, everything will be better around you. If I'm in shape, if I'm lifting weights, if I'm moving constantly and getting a sweat in my body and then replenishing with healthy foods, I'm going to just move better because I'm going to feel better. Like, if you, don't, if you don't feel good, you're not going to behave good is the best way for me to put it. If I, if I feel like crap, I'm going to treat you like crap just because that's how I feel. It's hard for me to treat you with a lot of love and positivity if I feel nasty. You know what I'm saying? So I'm real big and I'm real big. Obviously being an athlete helped because I was always forced to be active, but I fell in love with it early. But to me, I mean, you know, staying in shape and then sitting still and recovering is two of the main ways you can do it. And then obviously there's other ways, like do what you love. I love playing basketball. So I play basketball as much as I can focus more on The positives and the negatives don't give the negatives all your attention um you know uh, embrace them life life has things that throw you know life will throw crazy things at you it'll throw situations at you like we talked about with transferring in the ankle and not playing basketball in college like all that type of stuff like life will throw stuff at you that you're not ready for but if you just focus on and be thankful for what you already got and what's right in front of you it'll take away from that stress and anxiety of focusing on the what ifs
2: bro I feel everything you said. Like literally, I I have a lot of high and a lot of low moments just throughout the regular day. And not like I yesterday, I want to say it was yesterday or two days ago. I realized if I'm not keeping myself busy, I'm just sitting there in my head and then I'm letting, like you said, females, something that made me mad, just school, the stress of school. I'm just sitting there, like not really just doing nothing. And I'm just in my head, especially since I'm an overthinker. All oh, this gonna hit me hard. And then I just get in this low moment, like low feeling. I'm like, dang, let me escape the world. Like, let me get the, the world get away from me, guy. I don't want to do deal with nobody. Just like leave me alone. Like, I want to be in my own space. Don't. If you talk to me, I might snap. Or I notice, like, once if I but I'm, if I'm active doing stuff, I'm 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 feeling good, happy. Like, kumbaya. Like, what's up? Like, I'm having a good time. So yeah. you listen too much Rod Wave. Hey, real for real. Like, okay. For real, on repeat, like, dang, like, who did this to me? But now I'm, like, I'm trying to get better with just taking out the negative in my head when I'm just chilling and, like, just focusing on the good. Um, it's a thing my dad always told me growing up. If it's not worth your time, don't put your energy in it. And, like, I try to play that in my head when I'm feeling down, because, like, if it's not worth your time, it's not making me money and stuff like that. Why am I tripping over it? So I'm trying to get better, just get better just being... When I'm idle, not having negative on my mind.
1: So yeah, for sure. But you know, TJ, I you know I told you that I want to get better at, or not even better because I haven't yet, but I wanna start meditating. But for two reasons why I haven't started, not excuses, but I'm just letting you know straight Excuse. up why I haven't. <laughs> but um one is because I don't really know how. Obviously I wanna talk to you about this see, you know kind of how you went about it. And two is because, I guess because how I cope with things is that I keep myself busy. Yep, I go to the hospital. Exactly. I, go, I go do things. I keep my mind constantly going so I don't have to think about those things. So but then I, as soon as you sit down, what happens? Boom. Exactly. They catch back
0: up to you, bro. Exactly. That's, that's, why right. so, exactly. that's why it's so important to sit with them, though,
1: for real. Because yeah, no, so for like, right. and, that, and that's what I've been noticing. I feel like I've been running away from those things. By, all right, instead of sitting here thinking about it, let me go do this and do that, do, do this, do that. But instead, I need, to, I need to slow down and really, you know, think about those things. But like I said, that's why I haven't, bro, because I'm trying to transition. And now I'm understanding that what I'm doing is wrong. Not, well, what I'm doing is not the correct way to go about it. You I want to say. I need, I need to be more aware of that.
2: I want to say like, it's you running away from it. Cause honestly, you don't really think about the negative stuff that's going on. If you, like I said, you've having a good time. You're not thinking about the negative. So I wouldn't say you run away from it. That's kind of like, if you feeling sad and then you leave the house to go drink or go do this and that, do something bad, then, okay, you run away from it. But if you just live it and then once you sit down it start hitting you, it's not you running away with it. It's just, it finally coming to the surface.
0: I would say, just think of it like procrastination, right? Like you got an assignment. Mm-hmm but you go out all day and then you come home and you still got that assignment, but you're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, no right? It's like yeah. the same, like the same type of situation. So in terms of not knowing how to do it, it's not, there's no, there's no right or wrong to it. You know, you can do it any type of way you want. You can put on some music and just try to focus as hard on the music as you can. Me personally, I like to do it as soon as I wake up because what you'll realize if you do it So, like, I'm talking about, like, literally, like, alarm goes off or as soon as your eyes open, like, sit up so you don't fall back asleep and just breathe. So, basically, the best way to do it that I've learned so far from my personal experience is just deep breaths and focus on the breathing. Like, breathe in, hold it for a second, breathe out. Because you'll realize, like, you'll get maybe two or three breaths and then you out of there. Like, your mind's off into a whole other place and then you bring it back. And your mind's into a whole other place. You bring it back. And so you just keep bringing it back to that breath. But like I said, when you do it first thing in the morning, what you'll realize is how much you're already tripping off things that haven't even happened yet. Or that happened yesterday.
1: Bro, like I will say, like, when I wake up in the morning, bro, my first thought when I wake up in bed is, now I don't want to go to work. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. So think about I that for real. Think, every
0: day, think about that for a second, bro. So you're instantly starting out with a negative set of uh, like mindset you're negatively yeah. you're you're waking up and your first thought is like bro i'm not trying to do this and that's 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 how a lot of people start bro or i know plenty of people who start their day they hit their alarm and they scroll on social media like that is the first thing that that's they weird. do when they wake up that's now weird. i don't that's tell nobody how to live bro i literally yeah. i don't care what you do with your personal life. Cause if it doesn't affect me, cool, bro, go ahead and do it. But if you're doing that type of stuff, you're, you're setting the tone for your day right there. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you're having a negative thought, as soon as you wake up, or if you're scrolling on social media, you're taking in other people's thoughts. Cause that's what social media is. It's people tweeting what they think or, you know, Instagram in a picture or whatever, whatever it is. But so that, that to me is another reason why it's so important to do in the morning. Like I can sit there as soon as I wake up, and I can choose how I start my day. I can choose like, okay, so let's say for example, like maybe I got a real busy day that day. Maybe I got to train in the morning and then I got to meet somebody for lunch and then I got to get my own workout in the afternoon and then I got to go back and train at night and then I got to eat and then I got to do something, you know, go to sleep. So it's like, I have to wake up and put myself in a state of mind where I'm grateful for that. Instead of being stressed about like, bro, I got so much on my plate today. I don't know how I'm going to handle it all. I don't know where the time's going to come. Instead, it's like, okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to focus on my breath. I'm going to realize that it's, you know, six thirty seven in the morning. I don't got nothing to do yet. So why am I tripping already? And then once I kind of calm myself down and put myself in the, you know, the state of mind and the state of feeling that I want to, then I can start approaching those things more of the clear mind. Then I can start approaching things and knocking them out one by one. Because instead of feeling overwhelmed about all of it, I can lock in and focus on one thing at a time. And so, like, truly that's been like a life changer for me. And you don't got to do it for – I do it for a long time, truthfully. Sometimes I go like 30 minutes to an hour, but that's just because I've been doing it for a while. But, like, even if you just start your first, your like first five minutes of your day and you just get that breathing and then you just watch what comes in and you're like, nah, I don't really care about that right now. And then boom, nah, I don't really care about that. And then you start thinking like, okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be cool. Uh, maybe I should do this. Then you just start, like you're changing. The way I like to see it is you're basically then creating your day as opposed to reacting to it. You can choose how you see things if you start your day that way, as opposed to if you wake up and you instantly check your phone and you got a bad text message or you see something on social media you don't like, your 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 attitude for the day is set right there. You just started on a bad wave. and you do that, it's
2: hard to come back from. Like what you said with the breathing, I heard something at my internship, like we talked about it, or they talked about it. And I was listening in. I don't know if they got it from a book or not, but it's kind of similar to the breathing. Like they they brought up like waking up, making up your bed, like completing the day, like just completing simple tasks so you feel good about yourself. So like think about it like you saying you wake up and don't want to go to work. So boom, you wake up, make up your bed, then do what you do, and then you go to work, boom, come back home. You come back home to a made up bed. Like In a sense, that's like some positivity. So once you've built that up, it's like, okay, I'm coming home to a relaxed place, boom, bed, bed made up. You don't have to worry about like coming home to something trash in a sense. You come back to positivity. So I, can, I feel like that's kind of the same as you're saying with the breathing, like just putting yourself in a positive space once you start your day. And then, boom, you come back to that positive space at the end. It creates a cycle of positivity.
0: And and to add to that, too, so, like, something as small as making your bed, it may seem like it's absolutely nothing, right? But you're building a good habit. If it's nothing else, you're building a good habit. So, like, for me, for example, I used to not be super clean, to just be truthfully honest. Like, I would leave plates out. I would leave dirty clothes out, whatever. And now, just because I kind of start my day different – When I see something that needs to be done, I don't stress over it. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to knock that out in five minutes, and it's done. And so, like, literally my entire livelihood has just changed because instead of feeling like I don't have time, I just use my time more wisely because I'm starting to realize, like, it's just the way you look at things that changes. If I I feel like I don't have time, I'm going to be stressing to get even a five-minute, you know, chore done. Whereas if I feel like I can do, you know, X, Y, and Z in a day, I can knock it out one by one. And if I don't finish it that day, it's cool. I got tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I tried to a lot That's no, crazy, Lamar.
1: What'd you say? Go ahead.
2: i was oh, saying it's I, crazy I to...
1: because oh my God. I, I actually read that somewhere. I read that yeah, somewhere saying... and uh, uh, it, it was, I can't remember where I read it at, but it, they, they were saying that how, how are you going to push yourself to the limit and do that little extra every day to be better than the next person where But you can't even take one minute out of your day to make your bed. And when I thought about that, I was like, that's crazy because I used to wake up in the morning and look at my bed and be like, oh, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. And then I saw myself doing that in my life. Oh, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. And then got to the point to where every day now I wake up, no matter how tired I am, no matter how late I wake up, I know that who cares if I'm one minute late to work because I didn't make my bed but that mindset of making my bed every morning when i wake up has helped me you know in work and in my regular life taking that extra step because i know that if i can do that you know it's giving me that mindset to no matter how tired i am i always always can do more no matter how you know how much i don't want to do something that i need to do i can always do more and it Ever since I've been doing that, it's been putting me in that mindset. Like, I wake up in the morning, how little as it sounds, making your bed. You're Like, who cares about making your bed? But do people actually do it? No, because they don't want to. There's a lot of things in life you're gonna need to do that you don't want to do, and it, it just put me in that mindset to, you know, just just do it, bro. Do it. You have that mindset to of, you know, if you can do that, and every day you want don't want to do it, and that adds consistent, consistently consistency to your life. Uh, just just staying you know staying true to your word if you say you can make your bed every day and you do that you're staying true to your word but if you don't you're gonna start lacking in other parts of your lives too because you're slipping yeah. and it's a little
0: bit it's a little bit too right think about it in terms of accountability right so like it may be something small like hold like for me I, I like to meditate do push-ups in journal every morning. So it's, it's me holding myself accountable to that little routine to make sure I start my day off right. And then if you can't hold yourself accountable, you can't hold anybody else accountable. If I can't get my job done by myself where nobody's watching, how am I going to hold you accountable? So it's like we, we talk about it as men, right? As men, you're supposed to be able to be a leader. You're supposed to protect, serve, and lead. That's basically your three main points. Well, if you can't even do that for yourself, then ain't nobody going to look at you in that light. They're not going to want you to help them with anything because it's like, bro, he doesn't even have his life in shape.
2: Yeah, so to well, me, I'm like,
0: again, him. that small step.
2: Yeah. It's really just like considering the little things you do every day in life and actually like applying it. Like if you do the little things, it's going to eventually create a habit in different aspects of your life that is actually going to help you in the long run. But if you overlook the little things, you can't do the big things.
1: But it's it, all the but details. It, but it's, yeah, but it's yeah. It starts with little things. It yeah. starts with making your bed, and then it's, next, the next thing I'm gonna go to is gonna start with, to you know at the gym to meet to meet your uh, physical goals. The next thing is gonna be which with your job or whatever your occupation is. It starts little, building. You don't you don't have to start big all the time. You the start little things little. are the
0: big things. Exactly, you realize yeah. that.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true, bro. Like it it, it starts quote unquote little. As in, the task is not a huge task. But, you no, know, it's like a domino effect, man. It it goes on to that next thing. Not a domino effect. It's like a snowball effect. It starts small, and it snowballs into something big into where it goes from a small part of your life that you're doing one minute in your morning to it's a huge part of your life, um, and you're doing it every day, and it's getting to where you need to be.
0: And it's a certain level of momentum, right? We talk about... We talk about momentum in sports and all that type of stuff, but it's the same in life. Like you either got positive momentum or negative momentum. You can either let those things slide and then it's going to build up this way, or you can hold yourself accountable and do it every day. And then you build in positive momentum. And once you get, it's the same. I mean, either way, it's the same. You either got negative momentum and it's going to be hard to stop, or you got positive momentum and it's going to be hard to stop. Now, if you, if I, like I built up two years of good habits, if I miss a day or two, I'm just like, all right, I got to get back on it. And I don't miss a lot. But when I do, I don't I don't trip over it. I'm just like, okay, I
2: messed up today. Boom, get it tomorrow. Exactly. Like, when people are like, like my close friends I have that would come talk to me about issues or whatever, if I try to tell them, like, if it's a little issue, like, you can't dwell on You got to think positive. you dwell on negative, you're going to keep tripping off of it. It's going to build up. But if you look at things positive, have a positive outlook on stuff, you're going to eventually, you going to create positivity in your life instead of being sad or tripping over something little that, you fixed in like two seconds. Why are you still thinking about that? You fix that problem that fast. It didn't really hurt you. It didn't kill you. Like it's better. And, and
0: what I, what I see with that type of stuff, which I, I went through it too. So I don't ever like sound like a hypocrite. I was one of them, but it's people that are in a victim mindset. It's like, why did this happen to me? Why me? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so, Like everybody's got to get out of that. Not just men, not just women. Like everybody has to get out of the, Oh, you know, woe is me. My life sucks. This keeps happening. Like life throws things at everybody. You won't meet a person on the street that hasn't had some type of issue. It's just how you handle it. And so that, again, that to me is why it's so important to have good mental health, because if you're not confident in your problem solving abilities, if you're not comfortable when adversity hits you, then you can't you literally you can't expect to live a good life period like no matter what you're trying to do because every time something small happens to you you're gonna be like oh my god why is this happening to oh my god this sucks uh you know and it just it builds up like you said it just keep going and,
2: and most of the time with stuff like that it's a little simple stuff where you could have easily averted it Or like you just learn from it okay i messed up i'm not gonna let this happen again like you bounce back and now it's it's done as i've been playing times where i I messed up. I was like, All right, now I learned from it. Like, Jay, that first, that one time we went to Northgate, I parked <laughs> in the parking lot. I parked in that parking lot. Oh, you tell, you bro, were telling yes. me, you're like, nah. You are like, I don't know about this. They towed, da, I was like, nah, it's right here. Why not? So, next you know, <laughs> we come out, my car gone. I was like, dang, they they got me. They stole my car, blah, blah. I was like, nah, they towed it. We stayed out until, like, 5 a.m. Oh, like
1: five, Park, 5 o'clock,
2: bro. When I could have easily just parked in the garage. Like to this day, if I, $10, $10, right? yeah. If I'm parking a free spot, I'm I have no problem just paying that two to four dollars for that garage. It's just like so, that, I, that bounce back.
1: Yeah, and I as really had that conversation the other day with somebody. I told them that that bounce back, bro. Like you said, after I got told at Northgate one time, I never went to Northgate and not parking the garage and paying, bro. Unless I find like a spot like, on the street. That, yeah, that free parking on the street. that's the thing too though
0: like life, what i've learned about life is that if you don't learn your lesson it's gonna send you the same problem so like y'all said okay i had that lesson one time and i learned it but some people they'll keep repeating the same thing and then they'll be like why is it not changing well because you haven't learned your lesson exactly you can either you can either have that you know that problem or that that situation and you can learn from it, boom, one time and it's over, which is what I try to do now. I'm not perfect at it, but I try to. Right. But you can either do that and you can learn ASAP or you can keep repeating that same pattern. And guess what? It's going to get worse and worse until you figure it out.
2: And boom, that's where that mental health comes And when you get worse and worse, are you, are you able to like, stay solid and handle it? Or are you going to fold and let it take over you? Like, sure. It always comes down to you. Like, if you take the time to sit back and be like, okay, maybe it's me. You can solve a lot of your issues, honestly.
0: I'll tell you what, you can solve every
2: issue. You are the answer to every problem you have. That too. You, yeah. Look at it, you every angle, it doesn't come back, it come back to you. You look at every angle.
0: Yeah, you're, you're in it, right? You're yeah. in the problem, no matter how you look at it. So you got to find a way to solve it. You can't wait on nobody else. Especially
2: Nobody's coming life. to save you. Especially when it's your life.
1: Nobody's yeah. coming
0: to save you. You're the only one that's got to live it.
1: Yeah. You, know you, you, have to, you have to make yourself accountable. You can't always say, you can't always point fingers, man. Sometimes you gotta grow up and be like, even though somebody else might be the like might be a, a main reason, you put yourself in the position to build that relationship with that person to put yourself in that problem. I mean that's 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 like I said, you, you have to put yourself accountable. It's not always somebody else's fault. Will Smith
0: said one time, he said it may not be your fault. But it's absolutely your responsibility. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, it may not be your fault. It may not be your fault that your car got towed. But guess what? It's your responsibility to get it out or it's just going to sit there.
2: Yeah. exactly. Man. Like, I agree like, completely. Like, But, yes, it's not an easy change because i still kind of been working on it and, like, getting my mind out, okay, if this didn't happen, like, if they didn't do this, I would have been good versus if I didn't go about it this way, I would have been good it's just more so like working and like putting your, like building your mind up and just preparing yourself and like being yourself ready to handle your own issues and your own problems instead of expecting somebody else to handle it for you.
0: Facts. That was one of the the hardest lessons I learned was just accepting responsibility every time, even if it's not your fault, just accept responsibility because like at the end of the day, you can't, you can't change nobody. You can't change what they did. Can't change what they think. So instead of, you know, wishing like, oh, they should have done this different or, oh, they should have done that different. Just be like, that's on me, you know. I, I did it, whatever,
1: cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, when, you, when you were talking about um, the momentum, it kind of brought up another point. So momentum doesn't always have to come from you. It can also come from your peers and who you're around, you know. If, if you're hanging around negative and people that are putting negative thoughts in your mind, you're, you're going to be negative. So, like, when, when, I, transferred, when, I, when I transferred to transfer to them, I had some guys that – I mean, I talked about it in another episode. I had some guys that, I mean, I thought, you know, th- th- those are my guys, man. And when I transferred, they were telling me I was making the wrong decision because I wanted to give a basketball. All and, right, wait,
2: let me stop you. I, uh, I disagree, bro. Like, the way I think, bro – People are going to do what they want to do. If you fall into that uh, struggle or where that negativity, that's on you. No, thanks. Yeah, like right. I, I tried to like, people, I can't control what you do. You can't control what I do. Like if you start smoking it, and I, if I smoke with you, that's my fault. You didn't, pre- you didn't pressure me. I just want to strong enough not to smoke with you. Like, you know what I mean, so, but I do agree with you. Like who you hang around that kind of dictated, but at the time, like you said, you can't put the blame on somebody else. It's on you.
1: No, facts, hundred percent. Like I got guys that are doing all types of things, and yeah, considering, you know, the homies, I'm not doing none of that. All I'm saying is, you can be doing something, but you just can have people that are close to you telling you you're doing something wrong. You're no matter, but you're gonna second guess it. I mean, you, you might not, you not, you might not. Obviously, I'm I'm one of those people that I don't care what nobody thinks. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. But say TJ came to me, and you know, I I trust TJ. I trust that you know, when, when he tells me something, he's going to tell me something that I need to hear, even if I don't want to hear it. So when he, when he tells me that thing, it's going to stop my momentum if it's, a, if it's going against what you know, I'm thinking to myself. If I'm, if I'm thinking I'm going down this path and TJ's like, bro, that's not what you need to do. You need to go do something else. I trust TJ. TJ's one of the people that I trust. I trust TJ's word. That's going to stop my momentum. And then say that I'm doing something wrong and TJ comes and says, Hey, bro, you, you know, your momentum is going backwards. This is not what you need to be doing. This is what can propel you even more. Boom, that's going to boost my momentum forward because he's telling me the right thing. I'm not saying that I'm influenced by other people because I'm not, honestly, at all uh, when, when, when it comes to like, my goals and stuff. I'm just saying that sometimes it can stop your momentum. <laughs> what I want to talk about is how important it is to have a good support system. Have people around you that first of all most importantly will tell you when you're doing wrong and then second of all not really support you when you're doing well but just know that they're by your side if you ever need them.
2: okay so yeah and that's it makes, like it makes perfect sense like having the people around you that you actually close to like you know they're not gonna tell you wrong but and then like if they tell you wrong they are not credible no more like okay i can't believe nothing you said moving forward like you come to me with something and you told me wrong before, and it didn't work out, and you come to me again, it's like, okay, nah, I'm going to do it my way. If I crash, I crash, but I'm not going to listen to you and crash again when you already let me wrong before. So, yeah, it makes sense there. Yeah, now, that way you put it, yeah, it makes exact sense. So, my thing, I
0: see it from both of y'all's point of views. So, one of my favorite sayings is, like, if you hang around five broke people, you're going to be a six bro- bro- broke person. If you hang around five millionaires, you're probably going to be the six millionaire. If you if you have got five friends that are hoes, you're probably going to be the six hoes. Like, you know, it kind of is – you do get influenced by your environment just a little bit, whether you choose to or not. I think that's just how we are as humans. But also, like you said, Lamar, uh, I mean, it's you got to have self-control at the same time. Like, if I am hanging around with five people that are smoking and I know I got a drug test on Monday, if I smoke, that's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I can't be like yo, I can't be like, yo, y'all, y'all hold me, bro. Y'all, y'all had me in there. Like, bro, I didn't have to put that blunt to my mouth. I ain't have to smoke, you know
2: what I'm saying? Like, yeah, course, like you but, knew but I so I gonna...
0: get what both of y'all are. <laughs> huh?
2: Like I was just saying, like you know, basically he could say, Oh, y'all knew I was gonna want to hit the blunt, like but no, that's your fault that you hit it. You could say no and move forward.
0: I absolutely so I see both of y'all's sides, but in terms of like what you were saying, Jay, like I mean to have a support system is is one of the most important things I think you can do, period. Because, like you said, if you don't have – so, for example, like when I was at a I had a bunch of people that were from town that just wanted to hang around at that point. They were like, oh, he might be able to get me tickets. He might be able to get me in with the the rest of the team. He might be able to get me in with some girls because he's on the team. You know, that type of situation, like. But I always kind of peeped it anyways. I never really fell into it. But, like, it's just that type of situation where, you know, if I was to have let people talk in my ear about certain things, this and that, I might have stayed there all four years. I might have been at a and my whole career just because they thought it was a great setup. They thought was I was living life. I was getting all just the Athena's gear. You know what I'm saying? Like, that whole situation. But I knew, like, bro, I wanted to play. I didn't care. And so there was people like you, people like TP, you know, people like Dustin, just a lot of my homeboys that were real. And they were like, bro, if you're not going to play, you love basketball too much not to play. Mm -hmm. And so like that alone, like just having people that you know are in your corner, not just because you're winning, but they're going to be there with the ups and the downs. Like that just gives you, I feel like more confidence to, to pursue what you're doing because it's like win or lose. I got them behind me. Mm -hmm. If I like, I mean, just for example, if I was to fall off today and go into debt and be broke, I got like 10 people that I know would pick me up. And, and just knowing that I can go a little bit harder because I'm not alone. I'm not stuck here thinking like, you know, I got to get it for myself. I got to do it for me. Like, nah, I'm trying to do something bigger than myself for my community. But if I do fail, I got a lot of people that genuinely care about me behind me. And so just having that support system, it just lets you go. Like you can just
2: go. So yeah, that's and that's It's good to have a support system where you know you can fall back and trust them, but yeah. in time too, you, have, you know you have to be able to realize if it's a mutual thing. Like for example, yeah, oh, yeah, you did not mutual. Like okay, I can expect Jay if I fall off, he's gonna be there. But then if time comes, that time comes, and then Jay was like, oh, that's not my problem. You deal with it. That's that's on me that I picked the wrong frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. Like, To a certain point, though, because at the
0: same time, especially as men, like, we can't be – now, okay, we can get – this is some real mental health stuff. Now we can really get into it. Let's get active, man. So so, as men, right, we have to be more solid. We have to be more even. We have to be more that type of, you know, situation. And so we can't necessarily put our burden on other people. Not saying we can't discuss it. Not saying we can't, you know, ask for help, which is where a lot of us fall as men. You know, we like to be, I can do it. I can handle it. uh." But, you know, like, it's more so like you need to have people that will put you back on your feet, but then will tell you, like, this is you, bro. Because, like, I don't want nobody to just give me a handout. I don't want somebody to just be like, yo, you can stay at my couch and I'll feed you. And I'll take care of you. No, I want you to stand me back up so that I can move forward.
1: So if if,
0: if I'm, if I've got friends that are just going to take care of me, that's not really the people I need either. I don't need nobody to sugarcoat and, you know, just dress me up all nice and make me look pretty. Nah, I need somebody that's going to set me up and then say, bro, you got to do it from here because that's just like I said, as men, we got to be able to protect, lead and serve. So if I'm relying on somebody else, I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah.
1: No, that's good, bro, because it's, it's a fine line, bro, because, I mean, that's, that's, that's something that a lot of guys struggle with, you know, being, like you said, er, I can do it all by myself, and then being vulnerable and, and, and talking with, with other guys or anybody and telling them their problems because it's like you want to be this, this guy that I don't need anybody. I can do it all on my own sometimes you do need people man sometimes you can't do everything by yourself you know and it's just something that I feel like a lot of guys even I mean I'll, I struggle with because it's like sometimes it's hard to know this is something you can handle on your own yeah you, know, you, you can get out of this drought on your own and then on the other hand I can't do I can't do all this by myself I need to reach out and, and talk to somebody about this and it's something that I've been dealing with Uh and just trying to assess those things and understand myself. I'm still learning myself. I'm still learning when I need help. I'm still learning when I need to put my head down and grind, grind it out. You know. Um, so, like I said, it, it, it's just something that, as men, we do need to talk about because there, there is an identity crisis when it when it comes when it comes to men in our society. We we don't know exactly how how to be. We we don't know how to act in, in situations. Because over the years, we've been told, you know, at, you know when, when you're fresh out of the womb, man, they tell you, you're a man. Stick up for yourself. Do everything on your own. You know, you're, you're, you're the, you're the uh, provider. You're all of this, all of that. So you grew up 18 years down the road. Now you're on your own. That's all you know. So sometimes it's hard to deal with those problems. Sometimes it's hard to be, be open with people and, and say, this is what I'm dealing with. Because I've been doing this by, for 18 years by myself. Why do I need somebody else? I've been that's doing this for 24 years by myself. Why, why do I need somebody else? It's hard to, to, to change that. And that's, like you said, that's where that mental health comes in. It comes to understanding yourself and realizing, even though I've been doing this for so many years, this is what I need now going forward.
0: And that's part of it, bro. It's a lifelong process learning yourself.
1: You're different now than you were two
0: years ago. You're going to be different in two years than you are now. So you always changing and growing and understanding that step one. But like, to me, I guess I just feel, I want to make sure I word this correctly. But basically, like, I feel like part of it is that we, as men, we try to tell ourselves that nobody else has the same problem. You know, like, it's like, nobody else has been through what I've been through. But then you might talk to it about somebody and they be like, yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, I've been through the same thing. And then it's like, wait, what? And then you're like, oh, yeah, my homeboy did the same thing. And his homeboy did the same thing. And then it's like, so I'm not I'm not as messed up as I thought I was because I had this problem. And then all of a sudden, it just takes that burden off your shoulders. But we're so we're, – like you said earlier, Lamar, we're so caught up in our heads about, you know, this and that. We overthink everything that it's like, oh, nah, bro, nobody else could have gone through this. But then, bro, you talk about it and it's like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about.
2: And then if you would have been Went to that person Or brought it up to him Just talking in a casual conversation He could have been like Yeah I've been to that This is how you move forward This is how you handle that blah, blah, blah. And then boom It saves you a problem Just because you opened up To somebody And you spoke on it
0: And it's pride too I mean as men bro We're so prideful We don't want to let nobody Know we're hurting We don't want to let nobody Know we got an issue It's like nah I'm good I'm good but, like, bro, everybody's got the ups and downs. Everybody's got – you know, you're going to have the highest of highs where everybody want to be with you because you're winning, and then you're going to have the lowest of lows. And when you're at the lowest of low, that's when you can't isolate yourself. That's when you can't be like, bro, I got this. Because at the end of the day, like, you got so much on your shoulders at the lowest of low, and there's most – I can't speak for everybody, but for most of us, there's people that will help us lift that burden, but we just choose not to use them.
2: No, yes, it's a yin and yang thing. Like if you you have your highs, but you gotta remember you're gonna have a low moment. You're gonna be down here and there. You can't expect everything to be good, going good in your life. Like when people say, um, it was my life was going so good, why this happened. It's just it's just how, how the dice roll. You're gonna run exactly. some negativity somewhere. It's not always gonna be good for you, but that's where you become stronger. Either that's you how you get, learn. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. Life
0: wouldn't even. Life wouldn't even be fun if everything was all smooth all the time. Like exactly we, a lot right. of people. A lot of people don't want to admit it, but if you didn't have those struggles, bro, life would be boring.
1: Yeah, because when you get out that drought, it's just not, not going to be as sweet. Like you know, it's going to be <clears throat> that's going to be normal. That feeling is going to be normal for you. There's going to be no reward from that. You're not and, reward. And when do you learn the most? Like truthfully, when do you
0: learn the most about yourself?
1: When yeah. adversity. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when yeah. when you get knocked on your ass and you're like, all right, how am I going to pick it back up?
1: Yeah, that's why I say that like, growing up, I never liked when coaches or like teacher, teachers were... No, not, not necessarily I didn't like when they were nice. That's not what I mean. But I feel like I never learned anything when they were always praising me. Tell me something. Okay, I know I'm not perfect. I know I might turn something in at work or I might turn something in that's in school or do something in practice that's it's not always going to be 100% great. Like, I'm not perfect. Yeah, okay, if it's good, tell me that. Okay, cool. When I'm doing something bad, or something that's not um, to the standard that it should be, let me know. That's the times that I thrive. Like, I want to learn so I can be better, you know? So I I never liked when when coaches yelled at me (laughs) because I knew that from that day forward, I was going to be better than I was today. Because tomorrow, whatever mistake I made today that I got yelled at for, trust me, I'm not doing it again tomorrow. So I know after that little altercation, I get down to myself, I'm in a drought. Boom, next day, I'm out of it because I know that whatever I was doing that day that were I got yelled at or I know I got a bad assignment or whatever, I'm going forward and I'm I'm turning that stuff in. I'm, I'm performing in a way that um, doesn't have those errors in it. So that, that's awful about it. You know, I, I said, that's all I've always been. Yeah, man. man. So
2: this was some good content, man, because people only actually just take the time to just self-reflect on their mental and just think about dang. I do have I won't say issues, but I do have these little problems that I need to work on in myself and like realize how to move forward and figure stuff out. Like, if you sit down and just actually put all your marbles on the table of yourself, you kind of realize, like, oh, like we, like we did. We realize when we idle and just sit there. there, that's when the issues come. And then, like we said, we boom from there. Once we realize that, we're going to work towards moving forward and fixing that where we can be idle and still be everything good. So. Yep. You know,
0: just figure come. out figure out who it is that you want to be. And then anything that doesn't align with that, whether it's thoughts or actions, work on it. I want to yeah. be, be the greatest basketball trainer that ever lived. So if I'm not watching film every day, if I'm not writing workouts every day, if I'm not learning about bodies and movements every day, then I can't be mad when I look back in a couple of years and I don't make what I want to make because did I put in the time and effort? Nah, I knew what I wanted to be, but my actions and
2: my thoughts didn't equal. And then add on to that thoughts, action, and people surrounding you ain't not helping you move forward it's not a bad thing that you let them go but if you're not helping me move forward you're just gonna be there and I'm be moving forward up and then you're gonna look back like dang be up there with him but road that way yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah that's that's what I was trying to get at about the momentum that's that support system have around you not necessarily that you're doing things to you know make other people happy you're, you're doing you're, you're putting you're putting people around you, I put people around me that motivate me. Like, I want to be in the gym. TJ used to motivate me being in the gym. TJ used to be in the gym, whatever. Man, I need to get in the gym too. Like, if I want to get better, he's in the gym every day. Well, I'm not in the gym every day, that's that's my dog. I'm, no, I need to get in the gym too. He could tell you I
0: sucked. He was way better than I was.
1: I'm still a bug.
2: I just kept working. <laughs> exactly like that. Especially when you find that people around you that are on the same page as you, that's when the growth comes because y'all both are going to get better.
0: Every if you got people around you and you're all trying to reach the same goal, it's only a matter of time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Instead of but then that's one that's not really on the same page as you. That's when the problems come, the hiccups, the road the road bumps. But if y'all on the same page, like most of the time you ain't going to tell it to somebody like y'all you just feel it off the vibes where you are on the same page, we try to go get it, like,
1: boom. No. Hold you Facts, because, yeah, facts, because, uh like I said, TJ and TP was in the gym way more than I was growing up, you know. Like, I was on AU teams and stuff, but they were in the gym, gym like, on the gun, like, in the gym since before middle school, bro. Something that I never was around, like, none of my friends, TJ, you know how my high school was, like, uh, there were a handful of guys that took basketball serious. Like, not saying they, they didn't really like basketball, it was just that they were either playing baseball was their main sport or football was their main sport. I mean, it was a handful of guys that really took basketball serious. So my handful of people, if not most of us, didn't take basketball seriously. But I was cool with y'all. But I feel like we really got close because we we all had a mutual love and a mutual uh, love for the game. A mutual understanding of where we want to be, and we just um, we just gravitated towards each other and pushed each and other. Like the
0: and there was no, yeah, like you said, pushing each other, there was no letting each other slack. We were in there, so we no. were
2: gone.
1: Yeah, but,
2: yeah. nice to meet you. L, bro. The first time I met you, literally, through the podcast, making connections, friends, future ties. Hey, let's get active. Hey. hey, I appreciate y'all having me on though. For real, this was fun. This yeah. what we want to do, man. Hey. We want to bring people on and just talk.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think starting now, I think we can start joining those, uh, those men leagues, bro. Bro, <laughs>
0: I played in that tournament this weekend. I didn't play too great, but I played, and bro, I was like, I got to do this all the time.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we, we can talk off, outside the episode, bro, because I got some things that. So things I've been seeing, bro, I'm trying, I'm trying to get active, bro. I'm trying to win some money now. Like, Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so another yeah, like, in the books. Yeah. Let's get active. All right, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Happy. <laughs>